feels it feels weird sometimes like getting started getting yeah into it. yeah it's like get a little nervous yeah Hello and welcome to Getting Into Games, a podcast about board games. My name is Mark Santa-Steven and I'm joined by David Lindsay. Hello. We are excited. We're excited, Dave. I'm excited. Yes. We finally got to this place that we've been wanting to get to for a long time. Yes. We literally probably talked about this as early as we started talking about working on a board game thing together. I think we had been talking about this before we even before we even got together talking about board games. Though. That's possible. This is like something that's just been kind of floating out there. Yes. Something that I've been wanting to do on my own for a long time. Yes. I I have as too. And I don't know what I just said. I have as well. I have what as is, too. I, have as, I also can't talk. I have I'm so excited, too. I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, we we play D&D. We play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Getting into games is getting into Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, finally. Finally. Very exciting. Um, we had our first session uh, a couple of weeks ago now. We're getting ready to go into our second session. Yes. With our new characters, with mm-hmm. our DM. Um, and we're, we're, we're rolling and it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. It was, um, everything that I hoped the experience would be. I agree. But I, you know, wasn't really sure. Like, you know, it's something that I've wanted to play D and D for a long time. Like since I was in high school. Um, but it's, it's not an easy thing to get started. Um, I think it's difficult to get started. It's tough because there, it's not something you can just pick up and go. No, you gotta ha- you gotta have a have a group, have a prep, and it's like once you get all the pieces together, it's not like that difficult. But it's, it's the, that first hump. Yes, getting like like who's gonna DM? That's, How many people can we get together to play? Right. That's probably the biggest, <laughs> the biggest question, the biggest hurdle for, the biggest hurdle for anyone getting into D and D is for their first session, who's going to DM? Yeah, and we had a group, so there was four of us, and we were all all new. None of us had, you know, were relatively little experience. Yes. Um. And I I like that. Me too. About how it worked out well, I think for us. I think if you're trying to if like you're really eager to get into Dungeons and Dragons and you you can't seem to like get a group together, it's find somebody. Find a group yeah. that's already going. Probably your easiest way into it. That's true. That's true. Or uh, you know, a kind, experienced person who will take the extra time needed to walk through a group of newbies. Yes. Yeah. That would be a, a kindly old wizened master yeah D master who which will take i think you through. from a dm perspective that can be a fun thing because 
I think one thing you get, obviously, like, there's a little bit of, like, a learning curve when you're new to the games. You're figuring out, like, like what you can do, what dice you roll, at what time, stuff like that, um, which I could see being frustrating from a DM perspective. But if you're going in knowing that you're working with new people, it can also be exciting because I think you bring a lot of, if you're, if you're really into it, if you're really excited to play, you bring that excitement to the table. Yeah, I agree. There and was a where, lot of excitement in our first, yeah. our first session. I think mm-hmm. like even just in the days leading up to it, um, it was, it was, everyone was just kind of chatting and texting back and forth and, right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There was just a really positive energy around it. Everyone was really excited. Uh, talking about it at work, talking about it when we saw each other, and texting back and forth. Uh, it was uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun, and then we all got together. Everyone was ready to go, uh, and it, it we had a great first session. It was yeah. our DM's first time DMing. Yes, and he did a great job. I you know like obviously first time playing, so I didn't necessarily right. know what to expect, but. I didn't feel like I think there's definitely the potential for someone who's new to DM to feel like um, like kind of a stutter in the like the story or like, OK, hold on, let me like flip through a bunch of pages and figure out. But like I didn't get that at all. No, me and neither. it was so me I wouldn't neither. have known that it was his first time DMing. No, at, you know, no. If, I, if I didn't know pl- just playing and he was prepared. He had oh, yeah. definitely prepared yes. and, and he was on my case about it, too. Like, hey. Whenever you guys are ready, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to run this thing. So just (laughs) let me know. And if you're not going to do it anytime soon, I'm going to have to find somebody because I need to, I need to do this. Um, He was definitely ready to go. He did a great job. It was, it it felt seamless. Yeah. If we went one place to another, even to him unexpectedly, rolled with it, no problems. Right. Everything worked out. Uh, But let's talk about... uh, you know, how we got into it, how we got started. Uh, what did we do to prepare for it? Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about what we did in that first session and heads up spoilers for the starter set. Uh, yeah, I guess, um, like, obviously, like you, like, you make the game. Like, you decide what happens. But there's going to be scenarios that you encounter. Those scenarios are part of... The starter set, which ultimately that's that's how we got into it. Yep. Um, which I will say, so in spite of the difficulty of getting a DM, getting a group together to play, the cost entry minimal, very low. Like you can get the starter set for I think generally like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. Um, maybe you'll get a free map drawing kit sent to your house from Amazon as well. Yes, sometimes there's a bank error in your favor. Yes. And you get two copies of the starter set. <laughs> two copies of the starter set and a map set. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's where where we kind of uh, got into it. Now, this was before there's also an essentials kit. Yes, this kit that came out this year. And that looks really cool. Um, it's a different... So, yeah, in the starter kit, it's the Minds of Fandelver. 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 So, pronounce it how you will, but it's... (laughs) Fernando. Someone is going to... Someone, you know, screaming at their radio Yes, someone 
someone's taking this more seriously and, and <laughs> knows the answer for how it's pronounced. But so that's that's the um, the campaign that you go through in the starter set, set. The which takes you from levels one to five. One. Right, right. Uh, essential is a different one, and it has you get a, a few things extra. You get like the DM screen. Okay. Um, and. I don't know. I feel like there's something else in there. Uh, basically, the starter kit comes with the uh, some pre-made character sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes with a set of dice mm-hmm. and uh, and the demise of Vandalver book campaign. Yeah, yeah campaign book. Yeah. Um, so it's basically just everything you need to start. Um, now we went a little off course from that, only for character creation, right? Um, which we just kind of it's we were just kind of ready to we, we were thinking about it we wanted to do our own things yeah yeah i mean like <laughs> uh, to me like part of the like what what appealed to me most is like creating your character totally and the fact that like you can you know you can use this character throughout your entire play if you wanted to sure like you could just go from campaign to compa- campaign and take them all over the world and yeah just have this this one hero always always going through and so Take that all appealed over the to Forgotten me. Realms. Yeah, and so I wanted to create my own character. I know you did too. Um, so that's where we kind of uh, broke off from, like the pre-made character sheets right. that they, like, I guess, suggest that you use with the, the right, starter kit. Right, which is nice. And and I did think about just grabbing one and going, but uh, I was looking through. I literally just googled pre-made character, pre-made D&D characters. Right. And was on their website. And one that I saw there, for whatever reason, like I just saw what the character was and a story for him f- formed in my mind. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. Yes. And so I just kind of like looked at the, the, sh- the stats of the character, how it was built, and translated that over to a physical character sheet uh, and built it out that Did way. Did you make any customizations uh, beyond like what that uh, pre-made character generated, or did you just kind of get with went with? I went with it for the most part. I did a couple changes for some equipment. Okay. Yeah, but we'll talk a little bit more about that and about who who they were in a in a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, when you built your character, you did it on D and D Beyond. Yes. Um, yeah, I went on D&D Beyond. They have kind of a free setup to... It's a great resource. It's awesome. It worked out really well, and it's like you're just kind of like punching things on online, and it gives you, like, creates a character sheet for you that you can print out. So you have basically the same character sheet that you would, like standard D&D character sheet, but it's got all the information filled in for you. Um, there were a little bit of hiccups in terms of like some things i wasn't sure right like basically the biggest one being the um distribution of um points for your stats Mm -hmm. and there was a few different options on how you wanted to do that and um what i ended up using you know kind of through like us kind of talking and how you had a like how your stats were were set up and mine was just ported over Right. I was like, there's a sheet that has numbers on it. Those numbers are going on the sheet that I'm going to use. Yeah, and it seemed like what uh, 
what they used for yours was what they called a, a standard array in um, in D and D Beyond, which basically just gives you I think it's eight through fifteen, um, and you're you're putting basically those numbers in like from eight to fifteen. Each is one number and goes in one stat. Right. And so it's a way of just kind of filling out your stat and kind of having everything, like you're going to have like a weak stat and a very strong stat. Everything else just kind of balances out. Versus like other options would be that you could roll for your stats. Which um, I don't want to do that. Yes. That but could, that's, could be I think bad. that's like, at least in my in my mind, I think that is like the original way it's done. Right. Which uh, makes sense. Make totally makes sense. And I think it could probably be a, a lot of fun and like be a lot of be really exciting. I just know I would only roll ones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That so that could that could be bad. But I think also the idea is that like you're not gonna like have a handicapped character. Right. Like if if you're rolling for your stats, you're you're getting at least I guess the lowest you're gonna get is like a seven or eight, I guess. Yeah. But also, like, the point is you want to have fun. Exactly. And that was kind of, like, everything that I, like, read about Dungeons & Dragons and, like, leading up to it, it seemed like it's very, like, there's a set of rules and everything, but, like, it's very loose. Yeah. Like, a lot of it was, like, from a DM perspective, it's basically, like, your players shouldn't, should be having fun. Right. And they shouldn't be, like, cursing the game and and everything. Like, it's about, like, just enjoying, like, uh, running through a story and... And everything. Yeah, I think our goal really for this first session was to get into gameplay as quickly as possible. Yes. So we spent most of our time, um, when we got together, we had the characters mostly done, and we just kind of did some tweaks to make sure we were all on the same page. Right. No one was advantaged one way or another, mm-hmm. uh, but we just kind of, okay, we're, everyone's here, we're, we're good. We got this ready to go. Let's start playing. And as we go, we'll, we'll learn more of these rules. If we need to make changes, we'll make them down the road. Right. But let's just get adventuring. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we had talked a little bit about our, uh, our our classes beforehand, only because I was like, y'all, I'm, I picked out I'm going to be a fighter. And you were like, no, I'm gonna be a fighter, <laughs> and we're like, we probably should have talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I switched mine, and but our our third uh, hero, we we had no idea, had no like, idea. What we were so doing like, it. Yeah. we it's probably in the best interest of the party to talk about this when you first create your yes. characters and like figure out like a balance of um of different damage classes. and healing and yeah. But at the same time, it's like. Do what's I fun. wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want anyone to like, like be like. I guess I'll be the cleric. Like, if you don't want to be that, like, totally, totally. You know, like, oh, we need someone who's healing. Like, I guess that'll be me. Yeah. It's like if you don't want to do that, then you shouldn't do it. And like, right, right, you, I agree. You with know, that. so, uh, so I think there's that aspect to it. But at the same time, uh, you know, it did work out. It did work out. It so, totally worked out. Um, um, it if for anything for us, we didn't have a healer. Right. We didn't have a cleric, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't have a, a starting, you know, person with healing magic or anything like that. Um, we had a bard, 
who did have an ability an ability to do some yeah some healing some on healing us. Power, so yeah. uh, that kind of substituted for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was kind of like, hey, we're just probably going to take this a little bit slower. So if we like come across an encounter that like messes us up, right, we'll probably just like slow down and rest up before continuing kind of thing, Uh, which didn't, we didn't really have any issues with that regardless. Uh, But uh, yeah, I agree. Just like talk about like what you want to be. And, you know, if there's gaps that you can fill in, it's like, oh, you know what? Like I was kind of thinking about this, but I would like to try that out. So I'm going to do that because that's something that we need. Uh, But I think you're right. Like think, just do like what sounds fun to you. Yeah. Do that. If it doesn't sound fun to you, then you shouldn't be doing. You, sh- you should probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not, it, it defeats the whole purpose of the game. But at the same time, it's like, is it going to be fun to sit down at, at a table with four heroes and you're all barbarians? Probably not going to be fun either. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. You could probably make something fun out of that. There could be, yeah, there could be some crazy adventures you go on. But it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, we went through and having the mix of characters that we had. Um, like having a bard, a bard isn't a character that I would have ever thought to pick for myself. Right. Um, but the bard. That being said, the bard character was great. Yeah, he was great. It added a lot of uh, interest to our gameplay. It helped that the the player is also great. Yes. And he's yes. a lot of fun to be around, and he was the perfect addition to that group of people. Uh, and play him playing the bard is. Perfect. Right, right. <laughs> it worked way. out really well. So that's kind of also the thing is like if you're picking a character and one really speaks to you, that's probably for a reason. Like it yeah. probably mirrors like what you uh, – how you're going to play that character. And so, right. um, you know, you should go with with your your, your gut choice yeah. On, yeah. on what you want to do. Yeah. And again, we're not like – we literally played one session of D&D. We're not the – you know, officials for how best to do this. We're literally just saying this is how we did it. Yes, and it and this is what's working for us. Uh, so if this you, is what was fun for our first yes attempt at playing D and Dragons. This was fun. <laughs> so if you like us are getting into games and are getting into D and D, this is what we did. It was fun. Um, if you have other opinions on it, feel free to send us an email. Yeah, I would love to hear more about other people's experiences with Dungeons and Dragons and in general how they got into it, like what their first experience was like, and what what are we missing? What things do we need to do? Yes. Uh, another thing we'll mention before we talk about our characters and what we did was um, we don't have the handbooks yet. Correct. Our DM does has uh, the, them on D and D Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has those as, as as reference tools. So if he yeah. needs to look stuff up, he can he can figure it out. Um, and but, that's where kind of a character creation in D and D Beyond is like limited. Basically, you get a certain amount of races, a certain amount of classes that are free. free. Yeah, um, which isn't a small amount. No, like it's you, you can, don't feel like restricted by like if you just if you're like I don't really want to like have to pay for like you know whatever, the $30, yeah. $40 book, player's handbook or whatever, um, you can get started with just the starter kit mm-hmm. and D&D yeah. beyond yeah. if you want to create your own character. But you don't totally. even have to go down that route. Starter kit, 15 bucks, 
gets you going. Gets you going. Gets you in. I will be picking up that book, the at least the the player's handbook, sometime soon. Like I'm definitely anxious to read it, mm-hmm. but wasn't wasn't a priority for this first session of getting into right. playing it. Um, it'll definitely be helpful. It'll help me understand character creation and the rules and what I can do with my character down the road and how I want to build them out. Um, but really, this was like, we need to get playing. That was our main objective. We need to get playing now. We're like, we have an opportunity. Like, yeah. every, everyone's free. Everyone's available. Yeah. We're, I was we're like, getting together. <laughs> my wife's out of town, so she's not going to be judging me from the other room. <laughs> my only regret is that I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to, to make uh, a fashion some armor. Yeah. Yes. Because um, eventually that's going to happen. I'm yeah. going to show up in full. Well, I Suit have cosplay armor. Expectations for our next session based on <laughs> that. Um, you did do your voices, though. I did, um, at least to some extent. Yes. Uh, maybe not throughout the whole thing, but um, but I enjoyed that, and I thought it was a safe space. I had fun, and I didn't feel I, judged. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> I definitely like, want I, you to keep doing the voices. <laughs> You're like, I was judging you the entire if, time. If, if video surfaces on the internet at some point in the future. Hey, that's fine. It happens. We'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me about your character. All right. So I ended up choosing a um, a human ranger. That was my racing class. You human wanted ranger. to hurt stuff. Yes. Hurt bad guys. Yeah. So, so like we talked about, originally it was going to be a fighter. Um, you had already kind of had a fighter picked out, and I wasn't like dead set on it. So I was like, okay, well, Ranger is in a similar kind of, um, uh, you know, the ability to like wield a sword and and stuff like that. Like I, that's yeah. that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to wear armor and wield cool swords and. Yeah. Goblins with them. And yes, and kill things. Yes. So I went with the ranger. You may have struggled with killing things in our first session, but you did pull it off at the last minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, we did also have some misunder, like rule misunderstandings about that ranged may weapons. Have, yes. Yeah, hindered yes. my abilities. Um, but I was also, true. I was also rolling crap. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Um, dog meat, as my uncle would say. <laughs> exactly. Rolling dog meat. Rolling dog meat. Um, yeah, so I had, and I'll go over a little bit about, I'll give you my, my character's backstory. My character's name was Hammer, or as I like to say in his native tongue was Hamar. Hamar. So we went with Hamar. And um, Hamar was a like mountain folk. He was from mm-hmm. the mountains, from a group of people that were believe that they were descendant of giants. So mm-hmm. that's kind of their backstory. By the way, creating the backstory, I just kind of went with like what the things that you the cues in the questions. Yeah, like of like what I, languages do you know? Yeah, exactly. Like you when you go through the D and D Beyond mm-hmm. thing, it's like asking you like yeah, you have languages that you can pick and stuff like that. And I think one of them was giant. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, you know, giant. I'm like, why would you know giant? And I'm like, maybe it's because you, like, think you're a giant or descendant of giants or something like that. I didn't know. Like, when you're writing a backstory, I was like, are there any rules to this? Like, am I supposed to be, like, connecting this to something? Or is there, you know, like, 
certain towns or something right. you're supposed to pick from. I didn't know. So I just completely made it up, and I don't know if that's right or wrong. It, it's kind of what it, we all Inconsequential yeah. from, for how we played the game anyway. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun to just kind of, like, yeah. come up with the idea. I think, like, honestly, like, once we get through this first campaign, uh, the starter set, the Minds of Fandelver, once we're through that, I really feel like we're going to have a solid enough foundation in how the game is played that when we decide to do whatever we're going to do next, you know, we'll be ready to, like, buy the book, build out our stuff. Yeah, and if I if you had to end up, like, scrapping the character at the end because, like, you did it all wrong. Or make some big tweaks to it. Yeah, you know, then, then that is what it is. It is what it is. But for right at now... At least we're playing... D&D. Yes. For right now, <laughs> this is my character's backstory. Uh, this is what we're playing. And I think what's kind of cool about the backstory is, like, if you play with the same group and you have, a like, a dedicated DM is that you can kind of fill in these, like, this little story that they could take and run with that. Yeah. And, like, create yeah. a whole, like, journey around something, you know, some part of your backstory. Totally. So uh, that's that's exciting to me to like think of the the possibilities there, like where you're just kind of like trying to add a little bit of flavor to your character, something to make them um, the game a little more interesting. You know, obviously, like when we met up, or we're that was the first thing we did. It's like, all right, yeah, who's your character? What are they? And what's what's their name? And yeah, where'd they come from? And yeah, and like so, it was fun just to like Chat. sit and like tell each other our backstories mm-hmm. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so my, uh, you know, these, these big mountain folk believe that they're descendant of giants and, and, um, my character was of a smaller stature, so mm. he was born short and, runt. um, because of that, uh, he was kind of an outcast, like his, mm-hmm. his parents kind of cast him aside. Uh, the reason they name in their society, they name their, not big their like kids. daddy. Yes. They named their kids of weapons and tools to uh the voice to kind is of coming. like <laughs> the voice is coming out the voice is coming out <laughs> to give them the uh he's doing it <laughs> he's doing it um to give them strength and so it's like that scene in hook where they where he's like you're doing it you're playing with us peter you're doing it peter <laughs> <laughs> anyway go Root, on feet. Uh, <laughs> go on okay anyway yeah so um so, you know, he was named Hammer to try and... I keep bumping this table, and it gives that little, like... Is that what that... That's that what that, like, was? ringing... <laughs> there, yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, so, he... You know, you also have, like, these these kind of uh, um, little uh, backstory cues when you're doing character creation. And one of mine was... Um, I was a soldier, too. That was just part of yes. the uh, the character creation. So in my backstory, my character joins the military, trying to become a, um, like, prove his worth, prove his strength, despite the fact that he is small in stature. And so he goes off, joins the military, and then once he is finished there, he's leaving to go on adventures. He wants to go and just prove that he can go out in the world, handle anything that comes his way, and, and you know, so... Essentially, my character has huge daddy issues. Yikes. <laughs> That's MR. <laughs> Just trying to please mom and dad. Dave is Show there. that he's strong. So. Do, you, do you have anything that you need to 
talk about get off. I your will chest. say the <laughs> history and backstory of my D and D character in no way reflects <laughs> my actual personal, personal life. life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> except for the fact that I am short. Nope. That's that's the only thing that um, <laughs> that is that is the same. I I am the height of what my character <laughs> actually is. Um, so maybe maybe there is some. A little bit some connection coming there. through, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's uh, that's Hamar, that's, that's Hamar, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if your character does not take traits from y- you personally, um, m- mine certainly does <laughs> with his obsession with violence, yes, <laughs> that's a joke, <laughs> sort uh, of. Sort of. No, um, yeah, I may, I, uh, a high elf fighter was what um, stood out to me uh, on as I was looking through these sheets. I was like, yeah, I'm picturing this like regal looking elf from, uh, you know, well, well off ranking elven family, mm-hmm. uh, skilled in combat, going out, finding his way in the world. Yeah. Uh, and that, like, I was, like, really attached to that character. Uh, I named him Erevos after the elf in the Dragon Prince animated series on Netflix. I'm not aware, but... It's a good show. Um, it's just what popped into my head as I was thinking of elf names, and I was like, we're going with it. It's a great elf name. Yeah, it's a good elf name. Yeah, for sure. Not original, though. I didn't come up with it. That's all right. It works. Yep. You should watch that show. I... It, it's on Netflix? Yeah. Is it a kid show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dragon Prince? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, yeah, the the idea for him, fighter, elf, he's got this, like... The, the other thing I was thinking about with character creation in D&D is, like, you come up with, like, an elaborate backstory for your character, and then you got to figure out why he's, like, level one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That so, is a... Uh... So like yeah, so like mine went through the military and everything, yeah. but he's like, oh, yeah, I'm level one, level one, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, um, which Good I guess point. like um, it, it can make sense to be like, okay, like he definitely has some combat skill and experience. Mm-hmm. He can fight. Yeah, he just hasn't gotten, you know, very strong yet. Yeah, um, and so for me, he, the, this character, he's he's kind of a younger. Um, Elf, and he's go. He's setting out on his own to find his way. And really, what he's doing is he's he's seeking combat. Mm-hmm. He believes exclusively in the value of strength. Strength is what he admires, and uh, what he's looking to acquire for himself. He's not looking to become wealthy. He's just looking to get stronger. So he's looking for challenges to face and overcome. Uh, and if he fails on his way, so be it. But doesn't uh, oh, disgusted by weakness. He is disgusted by weakness. Yeah. Yes. Um, and maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. I don't know. Which is kind of a interesting because my character was almost like the we both had kind of um, outcast stories mm-hmm. for our character. Yes. Um, where mine though was like, I guess because of his nature of being like an outcast and like being small is like he has the desire to like stand up for like right. those that can't stand up for themselves. Mine does not. <laughs> if you can't stand up for yourself, 
get out of my way. Get out of the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, not that like he is a bully or anything, right? Uh, but yeah, he just doesn't like you know like well that's on you. Yeah, like, if you're not strong enough, that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. Like you got to figure it out. You exactly. got to become strong. Exactly. You got to rise to the um, challenge. He did leave his homeland. He doesn't want to be there. They don't really want him there. Um, but perhaps something tragic did happen uh, in his backstory that would cause him to hate weakness and value strength. Right. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, young and new to his adventure, uh, maybe he will see and do things that, uh, you know, will cause him to to grow as an individual. Yeah. I mean that you're you're level one. You got a lot of growing a lot to of growing to do. You know yeah. to yep. do from there. So uh, and uh, go ahead talk a little bit about our our third character. We'll just do like some couple quick minutes on. Yeah, on our our third character being the bard, whose name was Bard. <laughs> so, um, and the joke being like, that's not your real name. Yeah, because in in. Um, in discussing our backstories, I asked, "Is Bard his real name, or is it a, or is it like a nickname?" Right, just because like he is a Bard, and uh, that was just kind of left to yeah. be a mystery. Yeah, and I I think that's great. Yeah, I don't know if that's his real name or not. It's something that like you might think like is unoriginal. But it works so well for it, the character. It worked. <laughs> it, it totally worked. I was like, "You're a Bard named Bard." That is fantastic. Yes. I'm I'm fine with that. That's, yes. That seems great. Yes. And um, so he didn't have as much as a huge backstory. Uh, no, more mysterious. More mysterious. Yeah, seems like maybe he's running away from something, but. Yes, yes, he did just decide yeah. to start running. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our, that's and, our bard character. And the three of us found our way to, uh, you know, transport some goods. Mm-hmm. For a fella. Yeah. yeah. I forget what our exact meeting point was. I think it was something like um, we were all wait, waiting outside of some location and somebody had mistaken us as all like. Being a group. Being a group. Yeah. Yeah. And like asked for our assistance. And yeah. so we were just like, eh, okay. Sure, <laughs> and sure. just kind of roll with it. Uh, and then we we I mean that that starter set again like spoilers for the starter set, yeah. I would just listen. It's fine. You don't have to not listen to this, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, it starts with like a combat encounter. Yes. Yep. Um, and it was great. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was... Another thing, it, the, the starter set is designed to run with four character, four player characters mm-hmm. and a DM. We had three characters in a DM. Yeah. So our DM kind of adjusted the encounters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, like both like took some creatures away sometimes and also left the original amounts in just to kind of like see how it would work out. Right. Um, but everything worked out. Yeah. Um, it's It's basically like the setup is you're transporting this wagon of goods and the pat the road is blocked, mm-hmm. and goblins attack you. Goblins attack, and one thing like before playing D anD D, like one thing I was unsure about, like I was always interested in playing because I love fantasy stuff, and 
and the idea of playing like a fantasy game just sounded great. But at the same time, when you look at it on paper, you're like, oh, you're just like playing pretend like is that the game like you're just pretending <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like you're just kind of telling stories and like saying like i'm gonna do this and like you know in in a world where you grow up with like video games that seems like such an odd concept right to just sit down and like imagine what's happening and uh so that was the one thing i like wasn't sure about i was like am i gonna be able to get into it or am I just going right. to be like, this feels silly and strange? And the answer, the verdict is? It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> and I found what was really cool was like, yeah, you're, you're playing make-believe, but like your imagination really does like go wild with the scenarios. Totally. And also like, you know, you can obviously like people get in, like they build crazy terrain sets and stuff like that. You have miniatures that you can get that you can play with. Which and all sound like great hobbies. Yes, yes. And it really stuff that I would like to explore in the future. Um, we had a... Um, a map. A map with a, you know, like a dry erase map, um, Melee Mats, um, which, again, some order to start a kit, you might get a free set from Amazon. Yeah. Melee Mats. <laughs> it showed up. But our DM had his own... Um, Melee mat setup, and then it's essentially like a dry erase mm -hmm. um, map that you can kind of draw out your your scenarios on. Yep, and it's got the grid, um, the square, yeah, square box grid representing. Mm -hmm. You know, it it helps you uh, do your encounters. You know, each square is square five feet, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that helps you gauge distance, move characters. Um, things like that. Right. Which you can do it all in your mind. In your mind. But I like the visuals. It was I good to have the visuals. I thought it was, uh, I thought it added some interest and like, you know, it was also just kind of like a centerpiece to like the gameplay and everything. Um, I think it would be really cool like if you like had the terrain and stuff like that, like that just sounds like a, like a cool experience because like you could get really crazy with it. Um, but even just like drawing out the maps and everything, we just had a couple little like uh, marble markers and stuff like that that um, you know we used for like to represent the goblins and represent our characters and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, what I what I found as the uh, our DM was kind of like explaining the scenarios, we were all just like immediately just kind of like ping ponging off each other like totally what we thought was like what we envisioned is happening. Yep how we envisioned our characters responding to what was happening. And uh, that I thought was really interesting and really exciting. Yep. Totally. It was, uh, so what happened was an arrow lands right next. It was right next to your character. Yes. Right they the shot at your me character. And they missed me. They ambushed us and missed me. And it was just like, whoosh, lands mm -hmm. right by you. Mm -hmm. And then like, you just play off like, what would your character do? Yeah, he would. would he be like, Ugh! you know, because I think the right. idea was even like, you got startled and you're like, I just want to make it clear. My character was not startled. <laughs> I was not startled by yeah. that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, he was. I may have been 
taken by surprise, but I was not startled. No. He's, <laughs> he is ready for some action. Yes. He's like, oh, God. Just at all times. This is what I left my home for. <laughs> yes. Something to kill. Something to start killing. So uh, that was a lot of fun, like, to be able to, you know, have this character and, like, what, you know, uh, live out these scenarios through mm-hmm. through what you know you, this whole story that you build up this character and what you you know what they're supposed to be like and totally like that. totally and that encounter did end with my character killing all of the goblins yeah yeah that's that's right you did kill all the goblins yes. um i shot some arrows and missed completely <laughs> missed completely which we found out we did that whole thing incorrectly and will it will be different next time. I'm sure you will land some arrow shots yes. next time. Yes, um, but that that was all fun. That was like part of the. It was. It's you know. It made it interesting. And yeah, you know, even yeah. though we may have been playing it incorrectly, it, it you don't look at that scenario and been like, oh, you totally like cheated me out of no, like no. some kills or whatever. Like it's like the whole thing is just fun. We're learning. Yeah, we're players getting into games. Learning D and D as players and DM learning D and D as a DM. Yeah, and we're gonna make mistakes and we're gonna get better and fix them, and it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um. And but so yeah, and it was interesting because we we uh, defeat that, and I guess there was like your uh, the story kind of wants you to take a certain direction. Yeah. And we veered completely off course. We from, were totally off. Like, we didn't even almost go that way. No, we were like, let's go to the town. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> uh, after we finished the session, uh, he's like, our DM's like, hey, like, yeah, it's funny. Like, there's all these things in here that, like, you could have found if you, like, investigated that scene. Like, you could have seen, like, oh, they dragged bodies off this way for the, you know, victims of the like there were two horses in the road is the thing two right, dead right. horses he's like oh the the riders seem to have been dragged off this way and like you could have found all that we didn't even look for that stuff no we were we like, were like hmm, hmm, what do we do? i guess uh the uh, the it was implied that the person who hired us had been taken by the right the goblins. killed by the goblins we assumed so. they were dead yeah um and uh we're like well guess uh that guy's not going to pay us so uh, what do you say we take all this stuff and go sell it? And yeah. That way. <laughs> We're instantly like, oh, we got a wagon full of stuff. We can sell this. <laughs> yeah. Let's take it. <laughs> We're to not a- even like thinking about like, oh, like how do it, like there these goblins came from somewhere. We're just like, nope. yeah, well, we killed those goblins. Let's go to the town. Let's go and sell, sell this stuff. <laughs> um, so that was, uh, that was funny. Um, and I think just again, like kind of shows the, the fun that you can have with kind of the, um, with Dungeons and Dragons, how it's played, like yeah, it's up to the players to decide what to do, and the DM just kind of has to go with that. And you know, hopefully, you have a good DM who can think on their feet and adapt quickly, which ours definitely did in that scenario. Because, yep. like I said, I wouldn't have even known that we did something, yeah, quote unquote, wrong in that. He uh, was like, "I was not expecting you to be go to the town in our first session, right?" <laughs> um, but we did. And we, we did. And, and uh, we brought some energy. We brought some positivity into that dark place. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was, it was fun. It was so, it was so fun to like, just kind of. Start interacting with NPCs. Yeah. Talking to NPCs, like figuring out like, what you want to do and, and What's going so. on in this place. 
And again, it was more just like as we went through, we're just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're here and like this is happening now and mm-hmm. and everything and uh, just getting real hype about uh, you know, what, what the different scenarios were that, yes. we, that we were inventing in our heads as we played this game. So, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Lot it of was fun. it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that we uh, we finally got it together. It was literally like we put it together over the course of like three days of us yeah. being like, oh, uh, we're available this day. Yeah, I think what we were is actually... Everybody else, is everybody else available this day? Because we could just do D&D. Yeah. And, and we were like, actually yes. trying to get a group together for uh, Betrayal Legacy. And that fell through. And that fell through, which that's something we'll be um, talking, talking about, about soon. Uh, but... It was like, like, oh man, we can't get together for that, but we have, you know, but like, we already kind of got this time available. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> can we can we play that? And we were able to get our group together, and and uh, I'm so excited because we're going to be playing our next round real soon here, and yeah, you know, kind of going a little further into this uh, this campaign. We will talk more about getting into D and D in the future. I think this is a good. Good place to stop for this first episode. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. We're having a great time recording these episodes, doing our Instagram, talking to folks, getting to meet some folks. We got PAX Unplugged coming up. We're going to get to go to yes. some of that. That's going to be fun. Um, this episode might not be up before. Yeah, this might PAX. be after we've uh, been to PAX, which then we will talk about our experience there once we yeah once we go yeah. Um, but yeah, we're having a lot of fun right now. Things are starting to 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 uh, get going, clicking for us. And so, um, Dave, where can uh, where can people uh, interact with our stuff? Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely check out our Instagram. Just follow us all on there at Deadbird R I P. Um, we recently surpassed a thousand followers and we're super stoked about that. And we're, you know, getting to a point like we're starting to meet a lot of people and get a chance to talk to people about uh, different stuff, different games and everything like that. And that's, that's really exciting to get to, um, meet new people through the Instagram and and chat with them. Yes. You can also email us at deadbirdrip at gmail.com deadbirdrip at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, especially if you have uh, any tips or advice on D&D. We got some good advice from people on Instagram when we were getting ready for it, but uh, we would love to hear more. Any thoughts you have about this episode, things that uh, you would recommend that we look into or do while we're going through the minds of Fandelver, that would be great. You can also check out our website at gettingintogames.com. Gettingintogames.com is the website that will take you to our Deadbird website, deadbird.rip. But gettingintogames.com will work. Uh, thank you for listening. Is there anything else that I'm missing? No, I think you uh, you hit it all. We Instagram just, uh, and, and email. That's what we're we yeah, want to hear from. Yeah, I, I think we're we're just excited that we're starting to get a uh, a chance to uh, communicate with the rest of the the board game community so that's that's the main thing we want to hear from you we want to um get out there talk to more people so please give us feedback about the show if you got to listen to it you listen to it for the whole 
50 minutes or so that we were going here. Please tell us what you thought. If you thought that uh, we could have done any better, we were in a different room today, so the sound might be a little bit different than usual, and bump at the table and all that stuff, but thanks for listening. <laughs> um, it's been a lot of fun. We're excited about Dungeons & Dragons. We're going to play more. We're going to talk about it more later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Take care.